This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Alright, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast. Kevin and Chuck. Today we're going to talk about politics. And it just seems with the election coming up, I just, I feel like, man, it's such a crazy world. Everybody's so anxious. And they're anxious, you know, every four years it seems. And it does seem more tense every, you know, every four years. It does seem like, oh, this is the last this one in America. One. This is the one that's going to change our history, change our future. Um, and, you know, I mean, they were desperate about that before Obama got elected. You know, if he gets elected, it's going to be the end of the world. And, you know, honestly, it is kind of the end of the world that we had prior to that. It did change. American mm. politics definitely turned in a different direction. Our laws are way we are. You know, I, I think Glenn Beck's always saying, you know, in three years, you won't even recognize your country. Well, yeah, I mean, no, if you compare prior to Obama to, you know, three years in or five years in or, you know, whatever. And that's it. Now, does that mean the end of the world? Does that mean everything changes as we whatever? I, I don't know. I don't really think so. But it definitely is taking a turn. And, and a lot of people would say it's taking a turn that it's very unlikely we ever come back from to go back to what we were before. Um, that, you know, that said it, you know, who, whatever, it could be anything you want it to be the world. Um, you know, you can always change the world starting from right now. You know, it doesn't, we don't have to be defeated. I used to, um, you know, get a little discouraged. I'm like, well, they never, you know, our founding fathers, they never had to deal with like this. This is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And then I read stuff about the old debates and I'm like, oh, you know, <laughs> they were saying some pretty crazy radical things. Back then, you know, um, some of the founding fathers were pretty, uh, you know, the, the ones that worked out were great. Mm -hmm. 
But there was people who wanted completely opposite things at that time. Right. You know, socialism and, and all these different, you know, fascist ideas are not that different throughout world. They've been coming up and creeping up. Um, I don't know. So I don't want to talk about politics like in that, oh, you need to vote for Trump or, oh, we need to go vote for Hillary or, you know what, you should be libertarian third party and, oh, we should do this and that. Because, you know what, you guys all have your own opinions. You know what you want. You, you know what you stand for. You know what you believe in. But I just, I wanted to talk about how we make change. How do we get what we want out of the world? I mean, because a lot of people I talk to, and I'm sure a lot of you guys listening to the podcast, feel like it doesn't matter who I vote for, I'm not going to get what I want. Um, I heard uh, one of the guys filling in for like Mark Levin or something the other day. Uh, um, I can't even remember his name. But uh, he said, you know, it would be cool people talk about if you could have none of the above on the ballot. And that would be kind of cool. Like if you could have, if, you know, Hillary, Trump or none of the above. And if none of the above wins, then you find two new can- candidates and try again. Mm-hmm. And you could just kind of keep going. Well, that's a nice idea, but I don't really see that happening um, yeah, anytime for soon. None of, none of the above. So voting none of the above doesn't necessarily help. Not voting doesn't necessarily help. But, you know, they say, oh, well, if I have poison and you just take a little bit of poison instead of a lot of poison, it still doesn't end well, (laughs) you know? And and that's the way a lot of people feel that America is heading, is do I vote for a little poison or a lot of poison? And it's frustrating. So what I wanted to kind of explore is, do we have any other options? What are our options as a society, you know, how do we protect what we've been given? How do we protect the world, you know, that we have and, you know, protect our family, our kids' future. And, but, you know, like Reagan said, you know, uh, the freedom is only a generation away from being lost mm-hmm. and it's got to be fought for every time. It's a never ending battle and you have to keep kind of pursuing it. And there's no way we can guarantee freedom for our kids, you know, but let's, you know, talk about what are the steps, what ways can we get closer? Um, I mean, it really seems that, you know, our political system, they don't seem to be bound by the Constitution anymore. Um, the rule yeah. of law, I can't you know, remember the last war we got involved in that Congress voted on first, right? That that's constantly comes up as a, you know, stressful point for people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people are really worried about war. Oh, I don't want to send my kids. We shouldn't be fighting for other things. We shouldn't be getting in other, you know, foreign conflicts is what a lot of people believe And You know, it's, is it moral to decide that, you know, we know better for the rest of the world and the rest of the world has to do it our way? Or is it immoral if we see people killing their people and we don't do something about it? You know, I mean, you can make an argument easily for both both mm-hmm. sides. Um, definitely America is known for being selective mm-hmm. in which moral concerns we want to, uh, you know, address. 
Yeah, there's definitely, uh, it seems like we're very concerned about uh, dictatorships in countries that have a lot of oil. Yeah, well, we get concerned there, and, and it seems, you know, well, up until this regime, we did like certain dictators. We were mm-hmm. happy, you know, Egypt, we were happy. Uh-huh. You know, he was kind of brutal and tough, but uh, it kind of worked. Um, Venezuela. It worked for us. We had that under... <laughs> exactly. It didn't work for the, the Egyptians. Um, Venezuela, same thing. It was mm-hmm. kind of working for us now. Freaking, it's a disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, still a dictator, but... Uh, yeah. These are the things. Um, but what can we... What can we do? Is what I wonder, Kevin, is... You know how do we how do we handle this? You know it's tough when you go in the uh, the voter booth, yes, and you look through all your uh, local government and you don't recognize any of the names. And that I vote? find is my 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 failure. You know, a lot of the time, um, some of the local papers and stuff will do like a voter guide, and it it'll show the issues. I don't see that much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, that used to be big. But yeah, how do you go vote for, you know, whatever? I mean, I vote for a uh, a Democrat sheriff. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, not a, you know, something I would expect would be the right thing. But he's the right guy, you mm-hmm. know, and that's just what we get. But, you know, who knows? What uh, what do you think? Well, I think that I'm, I'm concerned about uh, Donald Trump's hair. Okay. Some of the biggest mistakes in my life have been haircuts, and okay. he's been making bad decisions. Continual. For, yeah, and that's a, a that's sign. That's a sign of, when you repeatedly a, uh, make the same bad yeah, choices. Poor, poor decision maker is not who you want to be. No. Want to have for president. Um, Hillary Clinton, uh, I've been anti Hillary Clinton, honestly, since I was 17. Since years way old. back, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I never liked that woman. And, um, I and don't that's because like you hate now. women, right? Yeah, well, yeah. No, sure. I mean, if you're going to have a woman president, I'm all for that. It's oh. just the that's the wrong woman, man. That's the wrong one. <laughs> exactly. That's not who you want as your poster child. All right. But yeah, but does that mean that Donald Trump is what we want as our poster child? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh there's a um there's a man running for president named Istvan Zoltan. Oh. He's a transhumanist and I'm uh he's he wants to augment people to make them better through uh, technology. Now, that sounds like it has. <laughs> and honestly, I can't say that that's completely we had crazy the guy to vote for him. For than... Governor in New York uh, last time, what was it? The rent is too damn high. Party? I voted for him. Yeah. See, I don't know. Anytime they asked him a question, he said, "I don't know. All I know is rent is too damn high." <laughs> and that man had some legitimate. Facial hair. He 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 did have some made wise hair. decisions. I could tell he was a wise decision maker by the hair. Yet, <laughs> you know, Donald Trump. You can't say that. No, you can't. You can't you say can't. that. You walk away. But that's that's the thing. All right, you know. So Donald Trump. I mean, in my mind, they're they're like, oh, he's the big executive, and you know, he may fly off the handle or be out of control or speak irrationally, but he. Uh, knows how to pick the right people mm-hmm. and knows how to get the answers. And in my mind, when I hope for the best and the best in the world, I think of stories I used to hear about Henry Ford and they used to say, oh, this man's crazy. And they would ask him questions and he wouldn't know basic schooling questions. 
not basic school, but like college type questions that were pretty common to educated people. Mm -hmm. And they would make fun of them and say, well, you're not smart and whatever. And they actually had a hearing the board of the Ford and they wanted to, you know, talk about overthrowing, taking them out of power. And he said, look, do you see my desk here? Do you see my telephone switchboard? I have all these buttons. He goes, each one goes to a different one of my managers. And any question you ask me, I can hit a button and someone will tell me the right answer. I don't need to fill my head with this nonsense that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, that's what a power player like Trump would bring to the table. Mm -hmm. But that said, I can't fathom that he can't come up with logical answers to these ridiculous things that keep happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you and me were just discussing about how the, uh, you know, how is it that he may let, allows the media to run roughshod over him all the time with, oh, you know, you, you're worried about the elections being rigged. You're an idiot. Mm-hmm. How does he not come up with a logical, clear answer? You know, mm-hmm. you how does he not say, wait, well, in the past, we've seen there's a lot of voter fraud going on. I just want to reserve the right if I see that, you know, hey, there's reports of, you know, Black Panthers at the polling places in half my districts. And, you know, there is, uh, you know, all kinds of intimidation and stuff going on. I owe it to my voters to, you know, ensure that they get a fair shot and at least it's looked into if it seems like that is going on. Or if I keep hearing that, you know, 100,000 more people than live in a voting district voted, that's concerning. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead, he just kind of flies off the handle and doesn't get down to the facts of it. Mm-hmm. I just, as a strong leader, I want someone who can get into it. Right. Somebody that doesn't lose their head. on their feet and not lose their head. I understand he can get the right guy and bring him in, but I want him to be able to kind of put an answer together. You know, if he could make it through a 30-minute podcast with a logical, coherent thought, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, hey, you're pretty cool. But when I see him on these debates that, you know, they're prepping for and planning, he has a rough idea what topics are going to come up. You know Mm -hmm. where you're heading. And he kind of, you know, even questions you know were going to come up. Right. He didn't know somebody was going to ask him about this after he had just talked about it, you know, prior to. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable to me. Um, I just want nice, clear thinkers. And I feel like this two-party system is not giving us that. No. So no. that said, I kind of, I wonder, do we maybe work more at educating our friends and family? Is it more teaching people to be self-reliant, teaching people to know their history, know, you know, so many kids now think that socialism and communism is a good idea. Mm -hmm. They don't see anything wrong with it because they haven't been taught there's anything wrong with it. Right. They don't know about Stalin. They don't know. I mean, they're like, oh, Stalin, dignified, great, great guy. Looks yep. good. Lots of statues. Something about his coffin, yeah. preserving his body. Looked good. <laughs> you know, he was on it. Mao. I mean, come on. There was what? They, we heard there was a Christmas ornament with Mao on it in the White House. Get out of here. Is there that was, true? Yeah, Obama had it. That it was can't a, be true. They were taking pictures and they were there was a big Mao uh, <laughs> freaking Christmas ornament. And you're like, no. 
You know, I mean, that's like the dumb kids being all into Che Guevara. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Che, yeah. Mm-hmm. And his then, shirt was, his face was all over shirts for years. For, uh, for There was a good stretch back there yeah. for a while. He was everywhere. And they're like, yeah, Che, freedom. Yeah, because Che and freedom were like hand in hand. Yeah, they went right together, right? No, read yep. a book. No. <laughs> I, I say no. And, and that's the thing is, maybe if we got back to the root of, let's educate the American people. Let's not worry. I, I'm not saying don't go vote. Don't, whoa. Whoa, I'm not saying that. Everyone calm down. What I'm saying is maybe instead of putting our money, sending 20 bucks to Trump or Ted Cruz or anybody else, maybe that's not the right move. Maybe the right move is put our effort into teaching people. Maybe find the people who are really connecting with the kids and prop them up. The ones that, you know, give them a voice through your money, through building schools, through doing whatever. Mm-hmm. And But people who are actually bringing change in people's minds. Not talkers, but doers. I'd like to see a world where we end up putting our resources into people who get stuff done. And you know what? If we change the minds of the people, and, you know, you hate to use the word masses, you know? If everybody had an understanding, I think then the choices would be obvious and people would either tolerate or not tolerate anymore. You know, what we've been getting over and over again. And as much as the government, you think, oh, wants to enslave us, control us, whatever, as much as they want to take away our second amendment, right? Have power of us, have, um, martial law, have, you know, control of our lives. There's only a small amount of them and there's a lot of us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they always say, what is it? Knowledge is power. You know, right. you hear people get the government they deserve. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that that's true right now. We get the government that the population deserves. And it's because people aren't getting educated. They're, and I don't mean, they, oh, everybody went to college. Then we wouldn't have a problem. Mm-hmm. I don't mean that at all. I mean, our whole system is falling apart. We're not teaching and understanding the basic principles, you know, of of what we should be, you know, believing about what freedom is. I mean, that's the first principle that we need to be teaching our kids is freedom. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, that's where it belongs. So, like, even with that, I mean, like, I see these, hear these commercials, I guess, on the radio all the time. And they're like, well... You know, if you stack 50 desks, you know, whatever, school desks of all the kids that drop out, it'd be as tall as the Empire State Building or whatever the hell it is. And my thought is, it's because we're not giving the kids anything of value. Um, what What's their incentive to stay? Yeah, I'm going to graduate from high school and I still won't get a job. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I don't want to get a job. Maybe I see my parents just getting welfare And maybe that's what I want for me. Because, you know, I can sit around, play Xbox all day, stand on the street corner, drink a 40. I got stuff from the Rena Center. And, you know, it's ridiculous. Yeah, what Adam Smith, he was the the author of The Wealth of Nations. Right. uh, Pro-capitalist. He kind of laid out some of the ideas of capitalism. Right. And, uh, you know, he, he advocated compulsory school, you know, free school because... You can't make wise decisions if you're an idiot. You know, the less less education you have, 
the worse your decision making is going to be. Now, I like free school. I don't like government run school. Mm-hmm. And I don't see how you can have one without the other. It's a complicated, obviously, you know, people could be like, well, you know, there's vouchers and yeah. you could have a program in there. I'm sure there's a way. There is. Well, I mean, if you look at, look at your, look into your, your town budget and look and see how much they're spending on oh, every kid per year. It's a lot. One of the towns around here, it's it's close to $30,000 a year well, per almost student. Almost everywhere in New York, I think it's 33000 mm-hmm. And that's ridiculous. Can you imagine the kind of when you have, private school you could put yeah. your kid in well, for $30,000 a it, year? Think of it, you know, your, your little house on the prairie days or whatever, and you got your one school teacher and assume eight kids. Now, obviously, with our large close population, everybody near each other. Imagine if you had one teacher with eight kids who were all in the same grade. Mm-hmm. All right. And then you could have another teacher, another eight kids. You get the right. idea. So one teacher, eight kids, you pay that teacher 60000 a year and you pay 60000 a year for the building and a, a bus. Mm-hmm. That's already half the price. We've cut it in half. And we can have one teacher for eight kids. Versus, I think, 30 is what my, my son's yeah. in class with uh It doesn't add up. And for... the thing is, if it was like a voucher-type program, then I could send my kids to capitalism school. Mm-hmm. You could send your kids to socialist commie pinko school. Yeah, and... I was thinking about founding that that school. The uh, socialism so- commie yeah. pinko one? The pinko yeah. part was the... the That's the where they had it? Yeah. All right. But it's... um. You know, I, I school is now, great. Wait, at your school, could the the like headmaster wear some kind of pantsuit like Hillary? Yeah, one of those I'm all Mao, about that. I'm a Chairman Mao yeah. outfit. We don't we don't need any. Uh, nobody needs to even pay for that. Kim Jong Il. It's just the one rich kid has to pay for everybody. Nice. That sounds right, and they all share their grades. Mm-hmm. Is that how it works? You know, I'm all about educating kids on on math and science and yes, history those are all important basics topics. my kid brought home from english the other day a list of universal rights oh universal rights i don't know who wrote this and no. i i don't know how these are rights when 90 percent of the population of the, of the Do world have any don't of these have rights? any of anything these to drop on us so i don't know what this document means or why it was being looked at but, I mean, you would think our Bill of Rights is a good starting point, something to learn, at least. I, I think I remember someone telling me that they have a right to water and air, clean air. Clean air, clean water. And these are rights. These are rights. They're not rights. No. You don't just get that. A right is something that you have to, have to you know, fight for and hold up. And uh, if you don't have clean water, then you got to do something about it. It's not somebody else's job to do something no. about that. You know, well, it's nice. It. Some people, Rights. some people in the in the world are in places where it's hard to live. Uh, unfortunately, in this country, it's really hard to die. So we don't have problems. We manufacture problems that are not uh, not even sensical. You know, what I I don't even know what what uh, pronoun to use for for people anymore. You can't say he anymore. You can't just assume that. Apparently, you have to say Z or. Zim. Oh, yep, yep. I've heard, of, you I, know, I've heard about it's, these. It's like a, it's kind of, it's kind of nonsense when you get into this sort of stuff where, where, you know, yeah, we create great art and great music in this country, but we also create a lot of nonsense to fill up all the space. I think of, I just 
Just heard time. on the radio they had a uh, New York has an eight hundred thousand dollar budget to uh, make a park tribute sanctuary something for uh, and they're looking for somebody to design it for the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. Little bonus for them, you know, because we got eight hundred thousand. We're like fuck, we got so much money, <laughs> right. I don't even know what to do with it. And I mean, since we're just we have a uh, hiking trail, mm-hmm. and you know it goes along old rail railroad tracks here, and uh, they just spent fifteen million to yeah. you know help clean it up, cut back the brush, and mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, I have no. a trail behind my house that I made by walking the same way five or six. Well, that times. worked out. Yeah, now now it's a trail. Yeah. I don't know why. Now, what did that cost you? Like one and a half million dollars? Zero. Zero dollars. It cost me a little wear and tear on my boots. That's ah, see, you're hiding the hidden costs. <laughs> hiding the real budget. That yeah. Maybe your pants got dirty. Mm-hmm. You had to wash. I had them. a budget of zero dollars, and then I just blew that budget. Did you go get a haircut before <laughs> you went? You know, because mm-hmm. these things matter. You know, you got it. Th- things cost money. Yeah. But that's. I mean, no. I guess where I was going with the schools is, bottom line. We need to teach them a skill. So they need to get out of school and have something. I mean, it used to be that school was there to help you get a job. So you could do the math at the register. So you can work out your check register. Mm -hmm. You can, you know, bake a recipe. You know, they say all these kids can't cook a meal for themselves. Are you Mm -hmm. kidding me? Um, And, you know, that falls on parents, obviously. You know, parents should be stepping up with a lot of things. But the basic skills the kids aren't coming out of the home with. And it's unbelievable. But you should be... School, if it had value, people would want to stay. If I couldn't go on welfare, if I didn't get... You know? Mm -hmm. If... Whatever. If welfare wasn't an option, then I either had no money and no place to live, or I got a job... And schools provided the way to get a job and to have extra money to get better stuff, mm-hmm. then school would seem pretty freaking important to people. Mm-hmm. But if school is not a guarantee to a job, and I don't think, I, you know, I don't mean like guaranteed. Right. I mean, but you can reasonably be assured if you had a good understanding of skills that if people were looking to hire people with skills, then. That should ensure a job for you. Right. That's the way I see the world. And it's the same thing with, you know, politics and the government. You know, if people are educated and understand freedom, then they're going to vote for the politicians that are most likely going to represent these values. If they realize, hey, socialism is going to end with people being rounded up on a train because whoever's in charge decides they don't like them. Right. That might be a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe people would be, hey, you know, maybe the Second Amendment doesn't sound so bad because, you know, in the past, every time they took the guns and the government was able to do whatever they wanted, you know, if they're the mm-hmm. only ones with the guns, it didn't always end well for the general population. Right, right. And, you know, if there's, but if there's anybody I trust it is the government? to not screw people up, it isn't Hillary Clinton. No, you know she's the one that's that's very anti-gun. Just make sure you know that. I don't know know or care what your position is on gun rights at home, but know that when you're going to vote. 
don't vote for Hillary Clinton if if you value uh, your Second Amendment. I I think that does sound right. Because the Second Amendment, they have to get rid of the Second Amendment before they start getting rid of the other ones. Yeah, that that one comes first. Mm -hmm. That sounds about right. The Second Amendment is what ensures your First Amendment. And uh, you know, I think it's it's a little bit it's a little bit ridiculous the position we're in right now uh, between between our uh, rock and a hard place between two people that, that seem very corrupt that seem like they have no interest in getting this job for other people. There's no, no selflessness going on. No. In this you don't election. even hear him say, well, I could save America if... Yeah, right. What I'd I, like I guess to... you have your Make America Great Again, but I, I don't know. It doesn't sound... No, you know, Donald Trump, his his his, uh, his campaign slogan should be Grab America by the Pussy. Because that's somebody I could get behind. Somebody you could do with that? that sort of thing. But if he's just, just talking about grabbing random women's pussies, random that's pussy. not... Yeah, that's not, uh, you know, something I support. No. No, you know? I don't see it. They talk about locker room talk and blah blah. I've I've never laughed and joked about like sexually assaulting women. That's no, not... and that's the thing. I mean, we're pretty open here on yeah. the podcast. And I'm pretty vulgar. We say some foul. Well, I say obnoxious shit, but I would we're never advocate that. But sort I'm not of like stuff. you know. I was out and I was thinking, <laughs> gee, I should grab that girl by <laughs> the pussy. Look how I good looking she is. I'm just gonna run over there and kiss her on the mouth. She probably wants that. She probably wants it. And if not, after I kiss her, then she'll want it. <laughs> right. I, I just don't see it. No, I don't. I don't think that that's the sort of behavior of it's a person funny. that's my, that's. My wife was like, "Well, I think seventy-five percent of guys talk like that," and I'm like, "I don't no, think so. I don't no. think so. No, yeah. they I, don't." I work with some like ridiculously vulgar, misogynistic people, and I've never heard any of them say things like that. No. No. I always kind of cringe when I say pussy. It's not like a like it's a, a pretty like, vulgar word. I have word. to get quiet and like, oh yeah. Yeah, no, it's you not know, something just I say. Things to you don't. It just isn't. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, keep your fucking hands to yourself. That's that. That ought to be a, just a, a general rule. Just now, keep your fucking hands. I to am yourself. watching a TV show on Netflix. What's um, that? Or no, it's on Amazon. It's on Prime. It's one of the prime originals. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's called Goliath. I've never heard. And of it. it's got uh, uh, Billy Bob Thornton, it's the okay. main character. He's a lawyer. He's not dead yet. No, he looks like he's dead, but <laughs> okay. he's not. Really skinny. But uh, so anyway, he, he goes on, and uh, the guy, I guess, uh, one of the character witnesses they have, apparently he posted some revenge porn okay. on the internet. And when he did it, he put a little caption above it that said, tastes like chicken. (laughs) And I was like, that's the kind of thing. Like, Trump might say that. Mm -hmm. But everyone in this show was like, oh, my God, why would he? Oh, man. (laughs) Because people don't talk like that. Right. That's not how normal people behave. That that's not normal behavior. Yeah, I just all I really want the only thing I expect from from somebody I want to vote for as a leader is to not have clear mental health problems. All right, so so that rules out everybody that's running. Yeah, right now. you got problems. Yeah, and I, mean, I, no... I kind of like look, like don't go for the don't lie right to my face. Right. You know, I mean, it's one thing if you're going to lie in secret and you're pretty good at it. Uh huh. And but when you just lie to my face, when you tell me that 
when you say you were for open borders, you really meant, well, for oil. I mean that oil should be able to flow across the borders into uh, whatever country. Yeah, right. I'm not, not buying that. And don't tell me that you're you're all for, uh, you know, gay marriage, even though uh, you've been adamantly well, against gay your marriage. Your religious for, values in... taught you to be against gay marriage. <laughs> right, right. So that means you're not down for the religious values anymore. Well, it's one or the other. But I mean, it's. Uh, it, I feel like every time I hear, I hear either of these people talking, they're talking about how good they're going to be at getting money out of this new job they're going to take on. Did you hear this new, uh, what's her name, Brazil is the last name. She's the head of the DNC now. She stepped up after Wasserman Schultz. Yeah, wasn't she the one that uh, so, that helped get Bernie They asked her, yeah, yeah. So they were like, well, you know, you emailed Hillary the questions for the debate. Where did you get them prior to, you know, the debate happening? So mm-hmm. she would know. And he, they go, it was word for word. And she goes, I'm a Christian woman, and I know about persecution, and I don't have to stand for this. Oh, that's a great answer. I'm going to start using that at work. I'm like, what? I'm a Christian woman? That doesn't make any sense. Jeez. Christians know about persecution. Mm-hmm. So, you know, takes her heart right. out there. It's difficult for, for everybody when you're getting $600,000 for speeches. Not easy. It's not easy to make a living you know, like times that. Times are hard, and you know that's you know that's where you can make the argument. You know, Trump has accomplished a lot. He has put stuff together in his defense. He's he's uh, helped out women with. No, I mean he hires a lot of women to run his companies, mm-hmm. and I mean to run. You right. know, not a, as cleaning ladies and mm-hmm. whatever. You know, as CEOs and and vice presidents. And you know what? They all seem like really intelligent women. And my guess is that intelligent women demand to be paid. Mm-hmm. And I bet you they were all paid just as much as men were paid mm-hmm. because that's what intelligent people do. Mm-hmm. And they know that they have value and that they're worth it. And when you compare that to Hillary, who's the, the champion of women who can't pay her own staff equally, mm-hmm. that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, it's double standard when you when you uh, you talk out of one side of your mouth and your actions don't show the same uh, the same values. And she's been like that uh, for twenty years. It's, this isn't like new. It's not like we don't know who she right. is. So I guess where I wanted to go with all this and and what I'm getting at is we can't worry about everything. I can't know every politician, although you can just. Watch anything and understand, hey, these people aren't being truthful with me. Mm -hmm. But what we can do is educate your family. Educate the people that you're around and spending time with. Educate the people that you care about, about freedom. And help them to understand their core principles of what makes America great and worth it. And if you start there, that's where we need to come from. You know, we just all need to, you know, it doesn't matter what politicians are out there and whatever, if we start changing the people, then, you know, they say from the ground up. That's right. what we need to do. Yeah. We need to it's important make to America vote. great again from the ground up. Right. The president, the president that, you know, we're talking about the president represents election, the people. But uh, the president doesn't make that many decisions that affect your life. It's your congressman, 
It's your senators. It's your town board members. It's your state legislators. And those are the people you need to keep track of. Your state matters too. Mm -hmm. You know, your zoning laws, your gun rights, a lot of these things come from your state. Yep. Yep, and I know because I live in New York State, and <laughs> they don't rec- they don't recognize the Second Amendment as as being important. No, no, they don't value that at all. You know, in New York, seven bullets it's unconstitutional for them to limit you to seven bullets, mm-hmm. but ten we can limit you at ten, <laughs> and we're good. Uh, so they have a clear understanding of what shall not be infringed means. Mm-hmm. Shall not be infringed unless you're talking about ten bullets. Then whoa, <laughs> then that's okay. Whoa, whoa, that's okay. You know, so that's it. Now, I don't know. I think that's it. I don't think we're going to talk about strippers and no strippers. Okay. No, I, I think we're going to spare the people. All right, we can um, save that stripper story for uh, a future podcast. If future you want. podcast. Yeah. Keep them hanging. Yeah, you know the cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Keep them guessing. Come back next week. Now. I guess that's it. You guys uh, think of any topics you want to hear about? You're tired of hearing about politics? Want to hear just about prepping and I don't know what else? Shooting guns and and man things, night vision, silencers, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Shoot us an email, preppingbadass at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook. I've been kind of hiding from the Twitter. I think have it's, you? yeah, we're letting Twitter die. Okay. Still have the account. You can shoot me in a message there. Maybe in a month or two, I'll get on that. Check it and look but, and see it. But, you know, aside of that, stay safe and uh, keep your, uh, you know, guns oiled and uh, powder dry. Mm-hmm.